Hello and welcome to another episode of One in Christ, a podcast where believers in Jesus Christ from different backgrounds come together to unite in truth and extinguish the enemy's lies. We're your hosts, Jeff and Tino, and uh, today we have a special guest, but before we introduce him, how you doing, Tino? Everything good? Yes, sir, brother. Um, very good. I'm actually very excited to have uh, your partner on. Uh, I'm excited. I heard a little bit about about him, uh, hardcore Christian, and uh, you know uh, he knows about some survival things that uh, I'm, I'm an amateur on, so I'm ready to go. All right, man. Cool. All right. Well, with that being said, today we got a really good friend of mine, Jason, who uh, is a believer, obviously, uh, also an outdoor enthusiast, hunter, fisherman, off-roader, pretty much anything having to do with the great outdoors. I've learned <laughs> so much over the years from this guy. So stand up, dude, man. Um, hey, guys. Really how you doing? Thank, you thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Uh, hopefully I can contribute a little bit, but uh, it's good. it's good to talk with you guys. Awesome, man. Thanks for coming on, dude. So today, our topic, um, it's, it's pretty its pretty broad, but just, you know, a lot of things going on in the world today, and we're going to be talking about preparing for the future, um, not the end of the world. That's the way I kind of like saying that is uh, because, you know, the Christian life is, is a life of victory, and we, we can't be um, just, you know living as if you know today's our, our our absolute last day everything's gonna fall apart you know christ wants us to build up and to continue to grow um so today we're gonna be talking about uh, that and a lot of a lot of things that have to do with being prepared physically mentally um most importantly spiritually so we'll get into that but before we do that we're going to we're, we're, we're going to do a couple current events um there's a couple articles i wanted to talk about but right before i say that i i wanted to lead off saying this we're we're not trying to bash people on the left or the right here and make this super political claiming one group has the ultimate truth we know that's not a reality we know that christ is the ultimate truth what we want to do is stay christ-centered and we're looking at all these events and things through uh you know the the lens of of god's word you know what christ has taught us so that that's the way that we want to do we support anybody who's who's chasing after jesus in that sense and and as far as political stuff goes if if the politicians are are honoring christ then of course we support that and if if they're against christ we don't we don't support that but we're we're not here to um, tear down people or, or insult anybody that disagrees with us. That's that's not what we're doing here. Uh, I actually heard a great quote today from Frank Turek, and he said, "If you disagree politically with someone, you still have a lot more in common with them than you think. The fact is that Christ died for you and them. God made all of us in His image, and God loves all of us no matter what." So, uh, we'd like to say that because we don't want people think we're trying to like pit everyone you know like one group against another or that we're on one side no we're on christ's side and we just want to point people back to the gospel because in reality we all know that's the only way things are going to change for the good so with with saying that the, um <laughs> so i said that being real positive and then let, let me read this article it's it's titled uh four things that christians should know about the equality act I'm not sure if 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 you listeners have have heard of this, but this is a new piece of legislation that's going to come down, and it's really going to shake things up for uh, people of faith, not just Christians. This goes for any religious group. Um, the first point that these in this article was that the Equality Act endangers 
the the church in the sense that the church will no longer be able to hire someone based on their beliefs. So let's say if you're a Christian church and a Satanist comes in and says he wants to work at your church, you have to hire him. Otherwise, you know, they could say that you're being discriminatory against them and then there would be legal action towards you. Um, so that's that's pretty scary. And it's going to repeal the Religious Freedom Restoration Act of 1993, which was a bill signed into law by Democratic President Bill Clinton. This means that people will no longer be able to use religious free exercise as a defense for their actions. Um, for example, if a church declines to allow a gay couple from holding their wedding in their church because it goes against their religious beliefs, the church could be subjected to legal action. Um, we just start off, Tina, what are your thoughts about that first point there? Um, this was a, a new article that um, that you sent me, actually, and I was reading about it. Um, I'm a little scared, you know, uh, like you said, uh, if a Satanist wants to work at your, at your, your job and you basically have to hire him if not, you're going to get, you know, penalized or your license get revoked. You know, that's uh, that's what we've been talking about the whole in this podcast. A lot of a lot of times, like when they want the state to control everything, you know what I mean? And even that goes far as God, you know, not having your religious freedom. You know what I mean? So I'm a little fearful of this does uh, take place. Yeah, that's that's pretty scary. Um, Jason, you got anything to add to that? Yeah, that is that is pretty wild to hear. I mean those different beliefs like that are, are man yeah it, it's tough because if a church wants to hire somebody with aligning views and uh and, and things that are going to help you know promote their word and, and, and their their path it only makes sense that they're going to hire folks that, that that will do that and enable them to do that so it it seems kind of wrong that they would now have to just go with the flow essentially and, and i mean it, it seems like they're going to be opened up to lawsuits and things like that so that's also a big a big worry but who knows yeah definitely um what another thing is a lot of churches that are 503 cbs could could be threatened and the, the government could use that as leverage to take away that you know their tax exempt status and um really man this could that could damage a lot of churches um so moving move right into the second point it, it the second point in this article it encourages the suppression of religious freedom now this is the one where whoa boy it starts to get a little wild um so let me just read the first part and then the example. According to The Hill, the Equality Act moves to elevate the protection of LGBT people over, over people of faith. If enacted, the Equality Act will prevent religious people from denying service, employment, housing, or public accommodations, among other things, to LGD, LGBT persons, despite the fact that homosexuality contradicts their, their uh, religious beliefs. Now, the example that they gave is, is probably a very well-known one of the Masterpiece Cake Shop Cake shop case let me get that out um uh, jack phillips was de was deemed within his first amendment rights of freedom of religion when he declined to make a wedding cake for the lgbt couple the equality act would have deemed phillips decision discriminatory so now if this when this passes if somebody comes into your shop and you don't want to you know like these people did not want to make a gay cake like well, i hate to say a gay cake but like like a LGBT, <laughs> lgbt uh you know promoting cake they offered them anything else any other type of cake but this one particularly they didn't want to make they won the case after spending millions in litigation fees but now you would automatically 
be uh you know able to be sued and and you know end up paying a lot of fines or heaven forbid your your business be shut down because you you refuse service to somebody um uh, even though we know going back in time we've all you know businesses always had the right to refuse service to anybody that's what scares me is like what happened to that man you know what i mean mm-hmm. uh, Mm-hmm. So what 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 did you have any thoughts on that, Tino? Yeah, I'm just you know you I'm hearing you you talk about this article and I'm just thinking my mind just it's scaring me, man, because you know we all know once a government gets more involved into to our, our personal lives and our um you know our businesses and like that, it's gonna get a lot scarier and bumpier on the um, in the future. You know what I mean? They're just trying to take control of everything. You know, um, I talked to you before. Uh, I called you about like a week ago about uh something that happened to my little niece about uh one of their schools was promoting uh basically transgenderism wanted them to uh, um make this uh project about this n- notorious uh i mean i guess popular uh person that made an impact on society the i do you remember the i am jazz girl on tlc yeah yeah so basically mm-hmm. um they wanted the kids to make a whole project about her that she was a very impactful society you know and i mean thinking like what are these people what are they promoting you know what I mean? It's happening to schools. Like it's 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 getting ridiculous. Yeah, and I and I saw that a lot too, man. Um, in my last job, I saw whole sections in libraries with transgender books, um, and I've I've actually got some pictures on my phone of some of the pages where, you know, it, it, and the reason it's frightening is it's one thing if you're just trying to educate people about it, but these. The, the type of stuff that's being put in the schools is is almost uh, highlighting it and encouraging it, um, which which is scary. And, and I'm gonna as we get towards the the later of this article, we're gonna see how how that really uh, is gonna make an impact going on in the future with with our with our poor public school system. It's just falling apart, man. Um, yeah. Before I move on to point three, did you have anything you wanted to add to that, Jason? I remember the the cake thing. That was that was pretty wild. Um, was was did that happen here in Arizona? I believe that was Colorado. Colorado, that's right. Yeah, yeah. It, that, that's scary. I mean, as a business owner, you shouldn't have to, you know, worry about. I feel like you know you shouldn't have to, and also at the same time, you shouldn't have to sacrifice, you know, your personal stances or, or your your moral stances as well. I mean, I. I I highly doubt that this this person was, you know, the cake maker was was you know aggressive and out there, you know, protesting and burning down rainbow flags or anything like that. That they probably just didn't feel comfortable. I'm, I'm assuming without knowing too much about the case, but um, but yeah, th- that's about it. And people shouldn't have to sacrifice, you know, their, their moral stance or their, their spiritual religious religious stance. Excuse me. Yeah, and it's uh, <clears throat> it's it's scary too because you know this this country was was uh, made great and so prosperous because of the free market and business owners being able to do, uh, you know, what they wanted to. And, and you know, it's, it's kind of funny because you always see that sign when you go into a gas station says no shirt, no shirt, no shoes, no service. Well, I'll tell you what, if the Equality Act goes in, I'm going in and, and just my boxers from now on, no shoes, no shoes, no nothing. <laughs> that's, that's what that's what I believe. So, you know, it's, it, it, we're, we're definitely witnessing uh, quite a cultural change man and uh it we, we've yet to see the the impact of what that's going to do to our country in the future but uh it definitely looks like a, a move in the wrong direction um so mm-hmm. now uh, i want to jump to this third point and this is a kind of a weird one uh it says 
it will obliterate women's rights. Um, so basically, while the LGBT community might feel there's something to celebrate with the Equality Act, feminists, both radical and liberal, are speaking out against the legislation. They say the Equality Act is seeking to make gender identity a covered category under the Civil Rights Act. By doing this, protected category of sex is being eliminated. This means that all strides women have made in society to advance women's rights and protections are going right out the window. Um, it, it you know and let me read down here uh it, it's okay yeah it, it's essentially what what also is going to happen is this is going to make it to where i don't know if you guys have seen this but there's been quite a few like high school athletes that are that are males pretending to mm. be women they're transgender and they've been winning all these titles and they've just been destroying women's sports because obviously biologically they're men so they're they're dominating in these fields and scholarships and all these other things that were set up for women are are going right out the window on top of that mm -hmm. to make matters worse now a man who identifies as a woman is going to be able to go into the bathroom like with my daughter if i had a daughter they could be Jeez. in there also and, and and that's scary man that's that's a scary thing wow it's wild it, it's funny you would you would mention the sports aspect and, and things like that because I, I was just i was also reading an article that you know even after taking hormones for one full year um that the transgender males still fared better than women in sports so we're talking you know a year into um a year into treatment a year into hormones and even still the the male you know physical attributes are still going to dominate yeah i think i saw i think i saw something about that too man even after a year so it's whoo man i i i feel bad i mean it's it's pre it's pretty amazing now to see even radical feminists you know against this now because they at first they they were behind the lgbt movement but then as the you know the fruit of that's coming out they're really starting to see that this is destroying their their entire movement also mm -hmm. yeah brother I'll, all i gotta say is this is the the king of confusion at work big time right now we all know who the king of confusion is you know satan lucifer it just gets gets it's just getting more wild and wild jeff you know what i mean you know just we send back and forth different kind of articles that are just happening like so fast this world is uh changing so quickly you know what i mean but it's not we're not going in the in the right direction you know what i mean like we talk about all the time we just, it's it's very scary and, and i'm glad we're we're talking today about you know preparation in the lord and preservation of the lord yeah we're, we're definitely we're definitely seeing that whole um you know the the devil always wants to do things opposite of the way god has intended it and we're really starting to see that now become legislation oh you know over the past couple years and moving into the future with some of the things that are projected to happen so um it's it's definitely a a, a trying time in america mm -hmm. but, uh, politically but you know what christ is in control man and that's that's kind of you know a good segue into unless you guys have any other articles to talk about that would be a good time to move into what we're talking about preparing for the future um 
and, and just trying to anticipate and being uh, in tune to what, you know, what's coming down the hatch, man. Because, you know, as, as Christians and as, as men, you know, we're the leaders of our families and we're supposed to have an ear to the ground and be able to read the times. And with, with these things that are happening at such a rapid race, uh, a pace, better yet, um, mm-hmm. man, we just, we just, we really got to be prepared, you know, not, not just physically, but mentally, spiritually and, and emotionally. Yeah, agreed. yeah, brother. Exactly. So that, that was pretty much it for that article. Um, that was just kind of overline. I really wanted to talk about that because I'm not seeing too many things being said uh, about that Equality Act outside of, uh, you know, like Christian stuff. You could definitely hear they're, 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 you know, screaming on the top of the houses trying to get people to see what's happening. Um, I, I also did have and you know what, on the same subject, kind of. The next article I had was uh, China. China prepares two million troops for war. Uh, <laughs> you know, and I, I wanted to bring that up, not as a way like that we need to necessarily prepare for things like that, but just to highlight how the media is just using fear to constantly keep us in a state of, of I would say not just fear but you still there did you guys have any other articles that you wanted to talk about no not really no actually i didn't have any i just have a few scriptures in the um the gospel of matthew that's basically yeah okay okay cool well well then let's 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 keep pushing forward um we'll jump right into uh preparing for the future and preparing to you know persevere in the future um the first little section i wanted to talk about is uh, physically preparing. Um, I, and, and when I say that, I'm, I'm talking about like common sense preparation, not, not doomsday zombies are going to be falling out of the sky tomorrow. Um, nothing like that. I'm talking about like common sense preparing because as hopefully most people know, America was founded with the spirit of individuals taking care of themselves. Um, and when you're in that, uh, when you have that ability to take care of yourself, you don't have to rely on the state. So if the state turns for morality, it's kind of what we're seeing now. We don't have to depend on them for our, our basic needs. Um, and uh, what I what I feel like personally is, you know, I, you're hearing a lot of people right now just going out and buying all as many guns and as many as much ammo and all that stuff as they can. And, you know, like they're getting ready for, for Red Dawn, you know, which is cool. Mm-hmm. I understand, you know, you need to be able to defend yourself. That's common sense, man, um, because, you know, the police respond to crimes after they happen, not before. Right. It's not minority report yet. Mm-hmm. Um, so with with that in mind. My, my personal view is, you know, you should have some some basic things like some some freeze dried food, uh, you know, a couple weeks, maybe a couple weeks of some canned goods. Or even if you just got some rice that you just you, you, you lock away in the bottom of the pantry somewhere, basic things like that, ba- you know, s- stuff that you would have if you were anticipating like uh, a natural disaster, uh, interruption in supply chain, which with COVID, we saw that, right? We saw that the just-in-time shipping, you could, you know, today you're wiping your butt with toilet paper. Tomorrow, you, you know what I mean? You're at a at, at Fry's fighting a bunch of zombies <laughs> at the last roll. So, you know, you, you should have basic items stocked up. And that goes as far as water also. Um, we live in Arizona. It's a desert, man. You should have some water or quick access to water. Um, those are some of the things that, that I think like everybody should just have anyway, aside from anticipating a a crazy 
uh, event in our country where, you know, the power goes out or, or any of the things that we've listed prior. Um, Jason, do you got anything that you would add to that just on some common sense prepping stuff? Um, no, I think I think you've mentioned all the important things there. Uh, as far as the food, I, I will say it's important to, to have a variety, I think. You know, um, you don't want to put all your eggs in one basket, I think, as far as am I going to do uh, mostly dehydrated food that you need to add water to? Uh, are you going to do half and half? You're going to do half dehydrated food and half canned goods. I think that the dried goods is, 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 is a smart idea because you can get bulk for a very affordable price. So over the COVID thing, we noticed the same things. You know, we'd go to the store and week by week, it, it would be different. You know, the ramen shelf would be wiped out, but then there'd be a little bit of canned food. Uh, the canned food would be wiped out. Then there'd be some ramen or some noodles and pasta. Um, in any case, it was unpredictable. So one day we did manage to luck out and I, I believe we got, it was, a, I believe it was a 10 or 15 pound bag of rice. I'm, I'm talking up an old school burlap sack of rice. And uh, we got that back in early February and we're, we're about to, about to finish it soon here. So that lasted a long time. You could use it for all sorts of different things. Uh, you just need water. Uh, so I think it's important to have a good diverse stock of items. You know, you don't want to put too much emphasis on one thing. The water, huge. I mean, we can go a long time without food. You can hunt, capture things, but water is going to be super important. Um, are you going to filter? Uh, filter? You're going to do a filtration system. Uh, how are you going to do that? Which which products? We, we like a Catadin water filter. Those are great. The Catadin Vario, if you want to look into that. Life straws are good for moving about. Um, if you're going to be on the move, you know, from place to place or whatnot, it, those are handy. It's small, portable. Uh, water catchment, are you going to be at home? You want to set up some rain barrels uh, off your gutter system is, is, is really easy from what I understand. You just put a rain barrel underneath and there you go. You're going to be catching water anytime it rains or snow, um, excuse me, or snows for that matter. Um, yeah, beyond that, medical, right? Uh, a lot of people forget that. Do you, do you have extra medications that you need weekly? Uh, do you have any... Um, uh, antibiotics that you might have left over and whatnot. It, trauma kits important. So uh, I would add those in with the food, water, and and that's really about it. Just like you said, be ready. Don't be crazy like you know TV prepper status. But uh, right. be smart about it. J yeah, Jason, what what do you think about a generator? I think a generator is really smart. Really, really smart. Um, we have one ourselves. It's an inverter generator that, that we use. We have a smaller home. Um, it's only about a thousand square feet. I'm, I'm fairly certain we could run, you know, all of our appliances, at least one by one, maybe not all together, but we can definitely keep our freezer going for all of our meat. Um, generators are smart. The thing with generators though, because the, the cons are through the roof. I mean, I'm sorry, the, the pros, the pros are through the roof, right? You can run elect, uh, electrical items, you can run medical devices, whatnot. The cons, um, gas, you know, you're going to have to have some gas on hand, uh, which is not a huge deal, but put it into your routine. You're going to rotate your cans because you don't want you don't want flat still gas. Um, there are treatments you can you can add to keep the uh, I believe I, I forget the term, but I think it keeps the octane up and makes keeps the gas uh, good for over a longer duration. But generators are fantastic. I think it's a great idea. 
Yeah, the I believe that additive is. Um, oh man, I just had it and it just slipped my my mind because I use it. Oh, stabilizer. Thank um, you. Yeah, I use that also because I I keep two five gallon containers full and then I've got stabilizer which keeps the gas good for up to two years. So wow. that's you know that that's a must too. But yeah, like you said though, man, there's there's a lot of pros to it. <laughs> but mm-hmm. you know you have to have the gas, you have to safely store the gas. Um, all those things you've got to maintain the generator you got to run it once a month make sure that it's everything's cool with that but yeah definitely mm-hmm. a good item to have mm-hmm. I, I and then all oh go ahead go ahead bro no i just wanted to say i think you guys forgot the almighty toilet paper <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah man hey well, I, you know what man <laughs> go ahead jason well, i was gonna say up, up here in, in the forest we live up in, in the trees <laughs> we, we got lots of pine, pine cones <laughs> oh, that ain't no Charmin sauce, bro. Oh man, extra rigid. Oh, extra rigid. <laughs> oh, that's what they give you in hell for toilet paper, bro. Oh man. <laughs> oh man, dude. Yeah, that's uh, to circle back, man. Yeah, the medical that that was a huge one. Um, I, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, I, I like to have uh, a couple months of like my asthma medicine on hand, um, you know, just in case, man, just in case mm-hmm. you can't get in and get your prescriptions filled, uh, stuff like that. Even, you know, having some, like you said, some trauma kits, uh, band-aids, you, you know, all that kind of stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. and, and the training to go with it. And now there's so many good, uh, you know, things on YouTube that you can watch and get basic medical skills that, you know, you could really learn how to stop the bleed and, and do things like that. Of course, in-person training is the best, but if you can sure. only do YouTube, you know, that, that that's a good uh, thing to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wealth of information online. Did you guys, uh, I'm not sure, did you guys mention uh, candles or lamps? Or... No, we didn't, but that's excellent. You want to have uh, illumination. Mm-hmm. It can be, yeah. like, what, what do you guys recommend or just... Man. You know, me, I like, I like small little flashlights i have i have a somewhat of a flashlight addiction uh i know jeff will agree with me there like man you can't have too many lights and pouches different pouches uh different tools i'm all about it but but yeah lights i you know personally i've been thinking about getting those um small solar lanterns nice because they, they they collapse and expand and you could throw a couple in your in your car you could throw a couple in your camping kit keep a few around the house and they're good for you know anything really whatever you want camping emergency uh, but yeah flashlights um, I also for for camping wise essentially we, we use the um, those white fuel old school Coleman lanterns those are always good to have because that fuel burns for a while. Yeah. 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 But, yeah. Absolutely, man. Yeah, I I'm on the same thing, man. That that uh that fuel is, is fantastic. I have a couple oil lanterns that I have with just like uh I think I have a half gallon of like oil for those two lanterns I have. Um I I personally, man, I I like I have a whole milk crate full of candles. Like I went to the dollar store one time, man, and and you'll appreciate this, Tito. I got all the saints, bro. And I got all the, yeah, I got like six of each seven or eight of each one in there. So I probably have like, you know, forty 
40 of those dollar long cylindrical candles man just because it's it's good to have man you know having having the light dude not only does it let you see things but it brings comfort to you be you know and also it's a little bit of heat too those little candles so. right man jeff you're gonna have a lot of protection at your house with all those saints there <laughs> yeah. i know bro i ain't gotta worry about nothing dude <laughs> Yeah, um, you know. Also, I actually heard too. I think on on a different podcast, I think they're talking about you have a radio. You know what I mean, or solar radio and stuff like that. You know, where they crank up, or just mm. you know any kind of radio generator. So if everything just kind of just goes pitch black, and you know, I'm talking about like emergency emergencies, just always hearing the radio, seeing what's going on out in the world, and what to do. You know what I mean? Sure, I think that's yeah, smart. You, yeah, you can't go wrong with one of those, man. Um, yeah, it picks up those. Uh, you know, even like the emergency bands. Even if that's all you could get, at least you would know, you know, what's going on or you could tap into the weather band, see what kind of weather's coming your way, you know, during these times. Yeah, that's that's super important because in Arizona, man, the, the power grid is super fragile, just like it is in most of the, the country. So that's something to be uh, thinking about because we're so used to just being able to get on our phone or our laptop or whatever to see what's shaking. So, yeah, that's yeah. a good point. Man. I also think, too, that, you know, you should have a, a good, trusted brothers you know that that you know that if stuff goes down i know I, i've talked to you before jeff you know what i mean i'm i'm pretty new to the whole you know uh, guns and everything i got you know three guns down stuff like that i'm learning more in the whole survival thing and all that and i remember you just told me tino you just better just get to my house as soon as possible stuff goes down you know what i mean <laughs> yeah and, and, be, and i said that too because yeah like it's Man, if something does happen, even a natural disaster, man, you know, like doing all this stuff by yourself is a lot because especially if you got kids, you got a wife, you know, you, you, you need to take a break at times, you know what I mean? And you, and you need help doing other things, you know, you're going to need to sleep, you know, you're going to need to have somebody else on watch that you can trust. So, so, um, have, having a good, you know, set of brothers, even if that's your body, your local body at your church, that that's, that's your plan. If something happens that you're going to, you guys are going to get together and, uh, you know, being around like-minded people that you can trust with your life, man, because that's, you know, that's just what's where we're at sure yeah I, I agree i think that's huge really good point you made there is your circle you know who is your team which team are you on you know um your neighbors i think you got to talk with your neighbors understand who they are what do they stand for do they do they agree with you are they are they believers you know do they believe in jesus or are they churchgoers whatnot um we got, you got people need to meet those people. I, I'm when I lived, you know, back in the valley in the, in the larger metropolis area down there, um, outside of Phoenix. It, I can't say that in any one of the you know three or four different spots we lived that I ever knew more than one neighbor. And when I say no, I really just mean their name, you know, wow. I, I didn't really know anybody. And you know, in, in hindsight, now I'm like, man, that's. That's just that's just normal in, in certain areas for you know people like to be private it's understandable but um i think it's important to know your neighbors well on my street uh, we were blessed we, on this latest move we um we know every one of our neighbors up here and that's so refreshing wow. and and beyond their names you know we we help each other out you know when it snows we're all there for each other who's going to the store who needs milk all this everyone on my block you know is a christian um, and wow. it, it's it's really refreshing. It's nice to, to know everybody and feel like you can lean on someone if you had to, that you wouldn't be alone. Right. 
Yeah, so that, that that's huge, you know. And to tie back into the communications, you know, if you got a local team like that, it's not hard to stay in communication with your simple handheld walkie-talkies, right? Mm-hmm. Right. That's true, yeah. man. They got a couple mile range, man. Yeah, yeah. So if you got a local team, that's fantastic. You, you got a local uh, church group. You know, they, within any given church, any Christian church or whatnot, they're, they're going to have different small groups, you know, and you, you can try one of those out, get a, get involved with one of them, and you're going to meet these people, hopefully, you know, more than likely you will, because we're not alone out there. People with these ideas and mentalities that we have, they're, it's pretty common, you know, they like to label us as fringe and outliers and, you know, sometimes extremists and whatnot, but... You know, the truth is, there's a lot of people who have these same worries and are doing the same types of preparations and, and spiritually and physically that we are. So go out and meet those people that are out there, and this is, that's going to be better for you and everyone else. That's fantastic advice. Yeah, exactly. And and I'm glad you brought that up, uh, Jason. I'm glad you're here on this podcast because I'm learning from you what you're saying. And, you know, I've learned a lot from Jeff as well. And, and it makes sense. You know, we got to prepare ourselves. It, it always brings me back to that quote uh, from uh, Benjamin Franklin. He says, uh, by failing to prepare, you are preparing to foul. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. And then mm. like how I like how you like how you say, like, you know, some people might call, you know, you guys radicals or crazy or whatever like that. But, you know, when stuff hits the fan, you know what I mean? Those people like you guys that are very knowledgeable are the ones that are going to be, you know, helping out the people that were calling people crazy. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. right. And, and because they were calling us crazy, they got to do all the manual labor. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's right. We need more firewood. That, that's on you, buddy. Yeah. Go fair. give me some uh, fish. Out, go get some fish out there for me over here. <laughs> oh man! But but yeah, beyond you know what? Another thing I wanted to add, guys, if you don't mind, uh, preparing. Um, I think it's really important for people to get to know their area. You know wh- where you live. Um, it, it, well, I'm, and when I say this, I guess I'm talking more about like catastrophic. Mm. You know, this would be a catastrophic event. Um, do you know like what's beyond like your neighborhood? Where's your closest like na- nature preserve? Uh, what's the terrain like miles and miles out? where's gonna where's the closest water if you had to go somewhere you know and and avoid like big groups of people who might be violent or whatever where's the closest water you know what what kind of plants are in the area what can you eat seasonally um i think things like that are really cool to to get into you can buy books and things online and really nerd out on it you know and even if you live in the city There are things you can look for. There are going to be natural flora and and fauna in the area that are going to be useful for you in in the middle of a metropolis area. So that stuff's probably smart to stay up on. Um, So I just wanted to add that in case you guys want to look into that too. Yeah, that's that's actually really good, man, because, uh, you know, this country, when when it was founded and as people expanded and moved west, what you just said was just common knowledge to people. And, and, and yeah. it's like it's like forgotten knowledge now is we don't most of us don't know how to live off the land. We walk, you know, you walk out into the desert and you go, oh, my gosh, there's nothing out here. Oh, I'm going to die. Not realizing that all those prickly pear cactuses you just stepped on, you can eat them. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's there there's different techniques to pull water out of things, and mm-hmm. uh, 
you know, there's there, there's all kinds of stuff that we, we could spend hours talking about. But yeah, that just used to be common knowledge that, you know, would be passed down into families. And now that we've been living so comfortable, as Tino brought that up last episode, we, we're, we're so comfortable that we've forgotten like so much of what makes us, you know, you know, men and, and women of <laughs> um, and being able to take care of ourselves for that matter. Absolutely. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, yeah. exactly, brother. Uh, like you said about we live in such a, a comfortable generation that just think about it when everything hit when the coronavirus was coming what was sold out first you know to, like you said toilet paper you know what i mean we're that's that's what we, we're about so much about comfortability you know what I mean? like, <laughs> cushy lifestyle this the toilet paper is the first thing that went you know what i mean like you can't live without that <laughs> you can't yeah toilet paper's gone and then there's all these doctors saying if you take vitamin d and, and zinc that you'll 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 not get the the virus and then i go look at the shelves and all that stuff's full man so it's how backwards thinking is like idiocracy state that oh man <laughs> I, I know man it's like instead of instead of uh getting like you know medication and time no antibiotics everybody's all uh, renewing their subscription to to uh, netflix and everything right <laughs> <laughs> well, well that was remember that was recommended by the board of, of of psychiatric or psychologists or whatever their number one recommendation was uh during the lockdowns when you're sad binge watch your favorite satanic show on netflix oh my God. maybe Sabrina <laughs> the teenage witch or you know like that was their, their that was their their solution to to mm. to all this mental health that we're now coming across due you know to the fallout of this virus so Gosh. yeah i think i'm uh, talking about like you know the government you know telling you do this and these these so-called experts i think i remember uh ronald reagan saying something about like the most scariest things you can hear from your government is saying uh um i'm the, i'm the government and i'm here to help you you know what i mean yeah. <laughs> I'm the government and i'm here to help oh, those shit. are the, yeah. say the nine most terrifying words <laughs> to ever hear yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, oh, man, that's too cool. Well, on, on that, on this issue of preparing, you know, physically, um, just to kind of wrap this up, uh, I got a proverb here: six, uh, proverb six, verses six through eleven, and it says, "Go to the ant, O sluggard; consider her ways and be wise. Without having any chief officer or ruler, she prepares her bread in the summer and gathers her food in the harvest." How long will you lie there, O sluggard? When will you when will ye sleep? A little slumber, a little folding of the hands to rest, and poverty will come upon you like a robber, and want like an armed man. And this proverb is so beautiful. Here, wow. here's God showing us one of the one of his creations, the ant, and how the ant prepares for the hard season. You know what I mean? And it does it by working. It works. It works to do that so that when it's when it's hard times come, they're already prepared so that they could continue to live through that. And so that's a beautiful analogy on on what we should be doing is, you know, we shouldn't be we should be considering these things, taking care of them and then, you know, living our lives not to be consumed in them. But we still have to get that work done and prepare for that time, prepare for that season where things could become uh, harder so that we are already ready in that regard so that we're not focusing on that running around chaotically standing in line at Costco for 30 hours, you know, to get to, to get whatever's left. Um, <laughs> wow, that, that was a, uh, I haven't actually I haven't heard that uh, scripture before. What, what was that again, uh, Jeff? That that was Proverbs six verses six through eleven. Six verses six. That was an awesome one. I'm gonna keep that for sure. 
it's a good one because he, he it's like it ties it in perfect it says hey look you just don't be lazy get your stuff done that you need to get done and then go about living and that's mm-hmm. that's what we're called to do you know you don't have to panic in fact if you're ready then you're you don't have nothing to worry about when these things get you know uh, a little chaotic mm-hmm. exactly and and i, I want to tie into also with uh about preparation in the scripture uh luke 21 36 it says, uh, be sticks, but stay awake at all times, praying that you may have strength to escape all these things that are going to take place and to stand before the son of man. You know, I just that 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 right there. I, I really like that scripture because, you know, that's that's the primary uh, focal point that as us Christians, you know, we're waiting for we're waiting for the return of the Lord or for when it's our time to leave the surf. You know what I mean? So and as far as as me being a um, Catholic Christian. Uh, we believe that uh, you have to be like um, constantly in the state of grace, you know, basically being, you know, following Christ, walking with Christ. If if you sin, you know, you ask for forgiveness and, and continue on the road with Christ. You know what I mean? So basically always being ready because we never know the time, you know, he can come like a thief in the night, like it says in scriptures. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely, man. Um, oh, man, that made me think of another another scripture, too. Um Oh, I just slipped my mind for right now. <clears throat> if it comes back, I'll, I'll I'll circle back to that. You got um, you got anything, uh, Jason, about preparation? I think you, you said something. You had that scripture. Yeah, you know, like shoot, man, because the spiritual preparation is like a whole other aspect, right? Yeah, man, you know, it's hard to to stay positive, you know, with with everything going on. This twenty twenty and now seemingly 2021 is lining up the same way it's like geez it's a battering you just get you just get battered left and right negativity you know like we talked about earlier you know china preparing prepare your troops for war um covid mutating uh we got uh, more social unrest terrorists endless it just goes on and on so i think it's important to kind of just keep in mind that there is a plan right i mean god has a plan for us and it, it's so hard to see at times and i'm there with people man i i go through these ballots of like negativity i'm feeling all dark and and weird and like just just negative for like weeks at a time you know like the news and whatnot work various reasons but as far as staying positive and on track, just remember, I think like God has a plan for us, right? It might not be apparent, but it's the truth. And one of the scriptures that I found, I thought it was really like spot on was uh, Jeremiah 29, 11. And it says, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for evil to give you a future and a hope. So I thought, man, that that's really powerful, right? That one's got some some good ring to it there. Nice. Yeah, that's that's beautiful, man. And that that really that that's a perfect segue into spiritual preparedness, man, because what you just said, we're all going through it. I'm going through it. Tino's going through it, man. You're going through it. It it and it is it is hard to stay positive and I feel like they're using that psychological oppression to keep us down so that we won't continue to to move forward, plan for our futures, you know, plan to leave a legacy behind us while we're still working towards uh, growing closer with Christ. Um, you know, it, it it's it's hard. It's hard to strengthen your walk with Jesus when 
you think tomorrow everything's you know and it looks like this sometimes like everything's just going to hell in a handbasket for lack of a better term man like it's hard to stay positive and and i've i've noticed the spiritual oppression to on my on myself man and like you said it's so perfect it's like a constant battering it's like we just keep getting punched in the stomach you catch your breath you get punched in the stomach again and you're just like man when is this gonna stop but we have to focus on yeah god has a plan for us and we might not be able to see through the fog of all this but if we went back out to thirty thousand foot view uh you know like Mm -hmm. a bird's eye view God's doing something here and God works all things for his good, man. And it, you know, it might hurt to, it, it might hurt as a Christian for a while, dude. It hurt the apostles back then, you know, everywhere mm-hmm. Paul went, they chased him out. They beat him. He got whipped five times by the Jews, uh, you know, 49 lashes or however many it was. Uh, he was in prison, you, you know, so many things. And, and, and I heard, uh, I think it was a saint that Tino brought up last week, and I can't remember his name, but he said that the, the, the battle before for the ancient church was physical, and now for us, it's going to be mental, spiritual, mm-hmm. emotional, and that's what we're going through, and we're living it every single day, man. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's important to, to, to keep your ear to the ground and understand the times and, and be a man of, of discernment. But also we have to know when it's time to pull out from the news and, and pull away from those things to to recharge ourselves so that we can enter back in into the spiritual warfare and, and be ready. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Brother, I, I like Jeff. I like how you said that, you know, we have to recharge, you know what I mean? And, and recharge from all this chaos, because like I've said before, I get too much sometimes tied up. You know what I mean? With all this political craziness that's going around the world and all this uh, new policies they want to enact. You know what I mean? And and that stuff, you know, sometimes we don't know it, that it's actually um, bringing us down, you know what I mean? Emotionally and, and speaking to our subconscious mind. And then you start, you know, being acting out in a negative way towards your family members. And this is like, you know, when you, I go to my room, like, dude, what's wrong with me? You know what I mean? It's just that when you have an overload of that stuff, that's not healthy. Just like we talk about, you know, uh, we need the, the food of God, you know, spiritual food of God, the scriptures and everything. So that's why God always tells us, go back, go in your room, close the door. You know what I mean? And, and get on your knees and pray to God and speak to him. Tell him, you know, Lord, I'm going through this. You know, I'm, maybe I'm, I'm fearful about the world. What's going to happen? I'm not sure. You know, please prepare me. You know what I mean? And he will prepare you. And he will speak to your, your spirit and your heart. Yeah. Lay, lay, lay those worries at Jesus's feet, man. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, also, uh, there was another scripture that uh, I thought about when you guys are talking about uh, you and uh, Jason um, and about, you know, f- you know, physically preparing and stuff. It, it's, it's very important. And uh, um, it talks about in Proverbs here, Proverbs 15, 22. It says, without counsel, plans fail, but with many advisors, they succeed. You know, so basically just want to tie it back is like, you know, scriptures backs that up about, you know, physically being prepared. You know what I mean? If, if you don't have good counsel, your plans are going to foul, you know, but if you have good advisors, you know, they will succeed. Like, like what we're doing here, we're talking amongst each other and, and seeing the knowledge that we have. And, you know, Jason's letting us know what he knows and stuff like that. It's, it's good to, to be prepared like that. For sure. Yeah. You want to surround yourselves with, with people who are going to make you stronger, you know, not, not fail you, not bring you down. So it's, it's important. 
Yeah, it really is, man. I mean, you know, the older we get and we're all about the same age, um, I, I feel like, you know, you start to really understand that when you're younger and you always hear, oh, man, you need to be careful who you're hanging around, you know, like mm -hmm. these people are influenced. And, it, and it's true, man, because you you become who you're around. So if you're surrounded by a bunch of like Debbie Downers, dude, chances are eventually you're going to be a Debbie Downer. If you're surrounded by brothers who are strong in Christ and although they may struggle, but they pick themselves up and move on, you're like going to follow that same footstep you know what i mean and be doing those same patterns of behavior mm -hmm. yeah you know what actually um, you talking about that being a bad company i want to give a shout out to uh, my friend bob uh he keeps he tells me about that uh description 1 corinthians 15 33 do not be misled bad company corrupts good character yes you know what i mean yeah. just i just thought about that real fast and it's, it's very Love true that. With, with what you said jeff you know what i mean Oh yeah, man. Shout out to Bob on that. That because that's that's totally true, man. And that's that's something as a young man I didn't understand. You know, you always think, oh, there's good in people and you know, you you could be a positive influence on them. But yeah, that's that's you fooling yourself. You might be able to for a little bit, but um it's you know, especially now when we're we're all in such, you know, we're in leadership positions in our family, we we have to be careful who we're around and make sure that we're, you know, on a positive path, man, for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, it, I, what? Go ahead, brother. No, I just wanted to just uh, throw it in there what Jason was saying. Like, you know, it's, it's so awesome that he said that like, basically his whole neighborhood is, you know, Christian. And it's good to know that, you know, those people are with you on your side. And like, I know you, there's multiple quotes saying like, you know, when you're on a mission, make sure those people on the mission have the same, you know, heart and mind as you. And it's which is so true. You know what I mean? If, if you're trying to do something and you're with somebody that's not in the same mission or not a Christian, or if this person's an atheist or whatever, you know, it's going to be very mm -hmm. hard to, you know, achieve that goal that you guys want to achieve. Oh, gosh. It's, you know? it's so important you said that, too, because it ties back into that Equality Act. How, how is the church going to maintain a path or a religious organization going to maintain a path when members, soldiers, employees on their team are not of the same mind and spirit, don't have the same goals? It, it's so counterproductive is that it, it, are, are they doing this you know to 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 promote the destruction of these things who knows I, I don't know but it sure seems wrong that those groups would be forced to do that yep. yeah and you know what it, just to add on to that what you just said there's a, i can't remember the exact uh where it is but uh you know, Jesus says a kingdom divided, divided will fall. And that's the same thing. If you have people in your group that have a different uh, worldview than you, you know what I mean? Like uh, as a group, you're going to fall because you're, you're both pulling in a different direction and you, you can't serve God and, and the world. You know what I mean? It's either one or the other. So if you're with the team that's just is serving the world, man, it's going to be hard for you, dude. It's going to be really, really hard for you, man. And, uh, it, it, and I'm not saying that all Christians are perfect. That, that's not true because we can look what happened in Nazi Germany where they were, you know, so a lot of Christians just turned their head and looked the other way while people were getting marched to the death camp. So, you know, yeah. so you, you, that's what's important, like Jason said, to really know these people and really understand like where they are coming from. Are, are, are they Joel Olstein Christians or are they, they going to lay their life down, you know what I mean, and uh, pick up their cross every day and follow Christ, you know, because that's, that's what mm -hmm. we need right now. That's the only way that we're going to win this is it we're not going to win by uh you know uh uh storming all, all you know all these places <laughs> and, 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 you know what i mean and doing all this ridiculous behavior that only leads to to destruction as we have seen we, we you know what i mean we have to 
our, our goal is to be around like-minded people that are running after Christ. And, and, and then we just have to preach, we have to preach the gospel to the people that are lost, man, because people are lost right now. And it's, it's been, it's never been a better time to evangelize the people than now because people are so lost and so afraid. You see it all day. You see the people by themselves driving in their car with their mask on, just scared of everything. They, they come within six feet of you, you know, and they just jump back. I had that happen to me at the grocery store the other day. It was freaky. It was like, <laughs> oh like, man, what are you doing? You know, but so, so people are lost. So yeah, it's important to be around good people and 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 not forget uh, the objective, which is uh, you know to to preach the gospel and to honor Christ. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen, brother. Exactly. Um, you know, I wanted to just tell a little story about uh, um, the parable of the ten virgins, real fast. Just it correlates with preparation. Um, so basically, uh, it's just the story about a, a, a party of like ten virgins. Um, basically bridesmaids are ready for their bridegroom to come, right? And they're chosen to participate in a wedding. Um, and each of the 10 virgins, uh, were carrying lamps, right? And five of the virgins basically have the lamps and the oil. Uh, the other five just bring the lamps without the oil. And when the bridegroom came, um, the other five that didn't have the oil, you know, they said, you know, give me, give me your guys' oil. You know what I mean? To, um, to continue the journey in the nighttime. And the other one said, you know, if we give you guys our oil, we won't have enough for us, you know. And basically, it's, it's the parable of, of Jesus Christ saying that's basically going to happen at the end of times when the son of the man comes, if you're not prepared. Mm. Yeah, totally, Matt. That's a, that's a great illustration of, of, you know, common sense preparation. Like those, those, the bridesmaids that had the common sense to, you know, hey, we're going on this journey. We need to prepare for this journey with oil for our lamps. Where the other, the other ones were doing who knows what, you know what I mean? Not, not taking serious uh, what was happening, not reading the times, not understanding what they were doing. And, and that cost them because if I'm not mistaken, at the end, when they, when the five that didn't have the oil show up to the wedding, they're not allowed in. They're, mm-hmm. they're told to stay out in the wilderness. You know what I mean? Because they didn't show up with the other wedding party. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I forgot to mention, so it was a Matthew 25, 1 to 13. If anybody wants to, any of our listeners. Okay. It, and that's what's wonderful about, about, you know, having God's word, man, is there's, there, there's so many things. We've gone through so many scriptures that deal with this exact issue that, during this time as we prepare for the future if we have uncertainties and questions you know we have to get into the bible and we're so blessed now that you can get on google literally and type in what does the bible say about preparedness what does the bible say about spiritual preparedness and you're going to get the algorithm is going to give you links to direct scriptures and you can dive right in and see what god said about these things man and these things are so applicable today like these truths are, are are eternal they don't die so the same thing about the story about the virgin the story about the ants, you know, all the, you know, the, the scripture about, you know, God having a plan. Like these are all things that we have to familiarize ourselves with so that we can encourage ourselves and others when we hit these hard times. Yeah, agreed. Exactly. Um, so let's see where are we at, dude. Man, we're so we're we're already at an hour. So that went by ridiculously fast. Um <laughs> So we, we might have to do like a part two on this to really uh, dive into, you know, more spiritual preparedness aspects. But I guess uh, before we wrap up, is there any like closing statements that you want to say, Tino? 
Um, you know, I just want to leave out, you know, with just the end, of, end with the scripture. Um, so John 16, 33, he said, um, I have said these things to you that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulations, but take heart, I have overcome the world. So, you know, I just want to leave that with our, our listeners, you know, that, you know, we're going to hear a lot of things that are going to come in the future. It's going to get a lot of bumpier, you know, and I just want to, for them to, you know, meditate on that scripture, John 16, 33, to take heart that Jesus Christ overcome the world. Just stay, you know, stay with him and everything's going to be okay. Amen, man. That's beautiful. Uh, Jason, you got anything in closing that you want to add? Hmm. Um, Man, just basically, just like we talked about, try to stay positive out there. It's so incredibly difficult lately. You know, I've, I've been struggling with it like crazy. I know other people have too. Um, but just try to stay positive. Try to keep your head up. Uh, get on your preparation game. Just be ready. Don't be crazy about it. No, you know, I'm not saying buy a tank or dig a bunker. <laughs> Just, just be, just be ready. You know, get you some some canned goods, some some top ramen. Just stack them up. The top ramen stacks up real nice, so that's easy. Um, <laughs> and then yeah. I, I also want to end out on a on a, a verse as well. Trusty old proverbs, man. You gotta love proverbs. You can apply. You can you can pull anything out of proverbs and apply it to anything, right? Mm-hmm. But um, so I got I got proverbs three five through six. It's um, again talking about like the, the plan and whatnot, but trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding in all your ways. Acknowledge him and he will make straight your paths. All right. So, um, you know, bring your troubles to God. You know, I guess is what that's saying. I, I try to do my best when I get stressed out. You know, I'll, I'll try to remember like, oh, shoot, I, you know, shoot, I could, I could pray, you know, and, and see see how what that does for me and just again keep your head up 2021 is going to be a long bumpy ride i agree uh it's probably going to be a little more wild than 2020 even so do your best and uh, good luck out there guys and god bless you man that was beautiful hey, man. man um real fast jeff you there yeah go ahead brother yeah, real fast no i just want to say thanks a lot uh jason for us saying that that scripture that's actually one of my uh favorite scriptures and it just it's awesome where you know it says acknowledge him and he would direct your paths you know i, I talked to this uh let my you know nephews and nieces and and uh about the scripture is just like anytime you're going anywhere if you're going to the store you're driving your car you know you know pray to god you know uh, acknowledge him and he'll direct your paths so you won't you don't you won't be in danger and all that you know what i mean so that's a beautiful scripture and, and uh and i want to thank you also for coming on on our podcast and, and being a guest and filling us with the knowledge that you know really appreciate it yeah man that was fun thanks for having me, you guys maybe we could do it again cover some more topics or something but i had, had a good time thank you thank you uh, absolutely okay cool man uh before we wrap up i just want to drop one one more scripture um and and this is from the apostle paul and and he refers to like this life uh, the christian life is like running a race um and in first corinthians 9 he says do you do you not know that in a race all runners run but only one receives the prize so run that you may obtain it every athlete exercises self-control in all things they do it to research, receive perishable wealth but 
but we and imperishable. So I do not run aimlessly. I do not box as one beating the air, but I discipline my body and keep it under control. Lest after preaching to others, I may be disqualified myself. So I love this one because it's, it's showing you that, that, you know, this, this life, it, it, it's, it's a victorious life in the Christian life because at the end of it, we meet Jesus. But in our physical, the physical realm, we have to practice self-control. And, and that ties into when we're, when we're in, when we're battling against negativism, we have to, we have to continue to strengthen ourselves against that so that we can get out of that negative mindset and not only be a leader in our families, but also be a leader in our communities so that we can show everybody who's lost the, the way and, and, and the way is right back to Christ. So with that, again, Jason, man, super happy to have you on, dude. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, Thanks again. Really hope we can have you back on again. If if anybody has anything they want to uh, talk to us about, if, if, if you want to debate something that we've said or you want us to talk about a topic in the future, you can email us at oneinchrist771 at gmail.com. But on that note, take care of each other and yourselves. God bless. Bye, guys. God bless. <laughs>